Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. FedEx numbers are out. FedEx delivering better-than-expected results. Fourth quarter adjusted EPS 330. Estimates on FedEx 328. Revenue coming in at $13 billion. Revenue at FedEx estimated fourth quarter revenue estimates of $12.8 billion. Stay with Bloomberg. We'll have more on FedEx's report. Stocks higher. S&P 500 index having back-to-back gains up three-tenths of 1% today, picking up five points to 2,088. Dow Industrials up 24, a gain of one-tenth of 1%. NASDAQ up six, a gain also of one-tenth of 1%. The 10-year down 4.30 seconds, yield 1.70%. Gold down 22.80 the ounce to 12.69, a drop of 1.8%. Crude oil, West Texas Intermediate down 1%, down 52 cents, 48.85 for a barrel of West Texas Intermediate. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Looking for some hybrid vigor? Well, you've got to ask our next guest all about it. Bill Feingold is the co-founder and managing principal for Hillside Advisors. They are based in Valhalla, New York. We find Bill here in the studio with us today. Bill, thanks very much for coming in. My pleasure as always. You have a specialty amongst many, but one Mm. of them I want to focus on is convertibles. What are convertibles and how do they work? Convertibles, Pim, are interest-bearing securities that give the owner the uh, unique option of being able to convert uh, into stock if it proves to be um, profitable, beneficial. So basically what it ends up giving you is to a reasonable degree the best of both worlds. You get the benefits of an income-bearing security the, the cash, the downside protection, plus a very significant portion of the stock's upside. It basically saves you the trouble of having to decide. So that's why you have devoted your career to this, Bill Feingold, and you're uh, celebrating a very important milestone, the 100th edition of your newsletter that focuses on convertibles. Just give us a, a thumbnail sketch of the history of you and your your company, well, where you started and where you are now. Thanks so much, Kathleen. It's my pleasure. Um Well, basically, I got into convertibles a little over 20 years ago, as you said. I was an option trader at the time, and the place I was working used me as a guinea pig to see if option traders could also trade these big, ugly things called convertible bonds. And uh, it was a big struggle the first year, but as they say, you learn a lot more by losing than by winning. And I became uh, a convertible trader, a convertible analyst, a convertible portfolio manager. I've written two books about convertibles. I just fell in love with the product. And then a couple of years ago, I decided, you know what, it's time to sort of start my own thing. And I felt that on the one hand, it's, it's a product of tremendous value. It goes underappreciated and under the radar a lot of the time, but it's uh, people who know know about it, make great use of it. A lot of companies that you wouldn't think issue convertible bonds have done it, including Apple. Uh, and I said, it's time to really give this product its, its due, its day in court. Uh, there really had never been an analytical, true newsletter dedicated to it. And I decided to start one and build my firm around it. And we just put out, as you say, our 100th edition. So we're very proud of that. Bill, I'm wondering if you could tell us a story about parking your car and LinkedIn. 
parking my car on LinkedIn. Um, well, uh, LinkedIn, I can tell you about. Uh, you link- said you were you were parking your car and you were looking at your phone and you noticed that uh, Microsoft. Oh yes, yes, that's right. I, that's right. I completely forgot. A couple of weeks ago, yeah, I was just pulling into the parking lot of of um, my office building and I saw that Microsoft had bought. Uh, was announced that Microsoft had bought LinkedIn. LinkedIn uh, did a convertible bond about a year or so ago, a little uh, maybe a little bit more, and it's a really interesting story in how to make good use of convertible and how to sort of get in and out. Uh, LinkedIn started out, the stock was uh, near an all-time high in the low 200s. They issued a convertible with a conversion price of about 290, which is a price the stock never actually ended up getting close to. So it was a great win for the company. It was able to raise money paying 50 basis point coupon. Um, but uh, in terms of people who invested in LinkedIn through the convertible instead of uh, the stock, there was also a lot of benefits. The, for one thing, they probably slept a lot better at night. If you owned LinkedIn when the stock was in the 190s and then had to ride it all the way down to 100, that could not have been a lot of fun. During that same time period, the LinkedIn convertible went roughly from par, 100 cents on the dollar, down to about 90, which is not great, but it's a lot better than getting cut in half. What's different? If I want to you know, invest or have someone invest for me in converts, convertibles, uh, is it harder than watching stocks or bonds? Is it different? What What's the key thing that you say, well, that's not exactly like a bond or a stock, so what do I do? Yeah. Well, it, look, it's um, conceptually convertibles are as simple or as complicated as you choose to make them. The market is not nearly as liquid as the stock market. You can't just point and click the way you can with an account. So it's generally best to uh, work with a professional advisor. Uh, I actually am very fortunate that my company, uh, when we started out, we figured that by publishing our our letter, we would get some clients and hopefully partner up with some of them, and that's exactly what's happening. We're now partnering up with a firm called Balanced Growth Advisors, which, like Hillside, is a young firm with some old grizzled veterans with a lot of experience like me, and uh, we're going to help both existing and hopefully new clients uh, see the benefit of investing in convertibles. It is tricky uh, a little bit to go out on your own if you haven't done it before, but conceptually they really are not that hard to understand. I wonder if you could use SunPower as an example, because I was looking at some of the SunPower uh, convertibles, and you have to know which one to select, yeah. right? I mean, you got one that pays 67 but then you have another one that pays 6.1%. Well, there, there's SunPower. There's a number of companies that, that we like to call repeat offenders uh, or serial issuers of convertibles, and they have – convertibles get issued at different times, uh, you know, with the, and the stock price at one point may be at all-time highs, another time may be a lot lower. Basically, what happens is if a convertible gets issued, uh, SunPower or any other company gets issued, and then the stock uh, drops down significantly, it's likely to become a more more of a yield instrument, more of a pure bond, whereas if a convertible gets issued and then the stock appreciates significantly, the convertible becomes more of an equity substitute. That's happened with SunPower and a lot of other names. Well, Bill Feingold, thank you so much for joining us again. Congratulations on the 100th edition of your convertible bond newsletter. Bill is co-founder and managing principal at Hillside Advisors, LLC. Want to thank our technical director, Reggie Bazile. We want to take, thank Sam Linga, our producer. I'm Kathleen Hayes. My co-host is Pim Fox. This is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio.
Coming up on Bloomberg Law, they'll be discussing the latest gun regulation news from the Senate, which turned down four gun regulation proposals just last night. That's next on Bloomberg Law.